Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. It is probably one of the best ways if you want to create amazing relationships with high-level people. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I wanted to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubters wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a strategy that I've used to build amazing relationships with high-level people really, really quickly. And it's something that most people don't do well, but it's a little insight that if you can do it well, I guarantee you'll be able to build great relationships with great people and you'll be on their speed dial. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. So let's talk about how you build great relationships with high-level people really rapidly. Now, for most people who are business owners or who are trying to grow a brand or something like that, one of the best ways of doing that is through referrals. If you can refer to other good people and you can do it well, what will happen is you will open up the door where your phone number is on their speed dial. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll reach out to somebody and I will just say, hey, look, I've got a couple of people that I think need your service or buy a product. Just wondering how we can create something where I can just keep referring people to you. And then what I'll do is I will essentially refer a bunch of people to them really, really rapidly. And then from there, I can then call them up again and just ask them like, hey, have you been getting those customers I've been sending you? Are they good? Are they the type of customers? And so on. And then I might ask them, I might say, hey, look, you know, it might be worthwhile us catching up for a coffee or us hanging out for a little bit so that I can find out more about what you're wanting to achieve and I can keep directing more traffic to you. Very rarely will a business owner or someone who's trying to build a brand say no to that because it's a no-brainer for them. They don't have to work for it. They don't have to pay for leads. They're essentially getting them for free. And if they're high-quality people, you win. So I've been able to do this with people that I have great close relationships with now. So like my chiropractor, my podiatrist, my physio, my dentist. I will refer people to them consistently. Even other businesses that I work with who do work with us, I will refer them people. And I have probably become a really high level referrer for them. I actually refer a lot of work out. Now, what I've noticed is that because I refer a lot of work out, those people I can pretty much call any time of the day, seven days a week, and they normally get back to me pretty quickly. So because I I make them a lot of money, why wouldn't they want to have someone who doesn't work for them, who they're not paying, who is sending them and and making them a lot of cash or or sending them referrals and making them a lot of cash, why would they not have that person on speed dial? It makes complete sense to make sure that that person gets looked after. But what I found was a lot of people don't know how to refer effectively. So a lot of people will say things like, oh, you should go and see this person. Even the podcast, I hear people say all the time, you know, I told my friends about the podcast. That's a great thing, right? Like it's, it's great if you just do that. But when you are with most people and you refer to somebody else, what you'll find is that they don't do shit 
because most people are lazy, it's too hard, it just takes time. So you've got to have better strategies. So what I started realizing many, many, many years ago is that if you want to refer people, you've got to have a way of making them take action. And so what I'll do is I'll normally say to a person, and I'll, I'll give you a couple of different examples of where I've used this before. I had a client of mine rock up probably about six months to a year ago. And he said, oh, I've had this killer headache for a while. My neck's been really, really sore. And I know I've got this neck pain. I know it's coming from my neck. I've been working too much. Neck's really, really sore, but it's starting to give me headaches and, and all this. And I feel really, really shitty. And I said, okay, do you have a chiropractor? And they said, no, I don't. Uh, I've never been to a chiropractor. Don't really like them. I've just heard a lot of bad shit about them. Not a great thing. And I went, okay, well, what about my chiropractor? Like, I go to a Cairo and I think that they're fantastic. Now they're not your normal just walk in, get your neck cracked and fuck off or walk in, get a whole bunch of x-rays and then have to be on this consistent loop of going to see them three times a week for the next fucking 20 years in order to not have a sore neck. They're not like that. The chiropractor that I go and see, there's a couple of chiropractors that work in the same clinic. There's a, a couple of physios, there's some podiatrists and all that and they all refer to each other. So the physio refers to the Cairo, the Cairo refers to the physio and so on. And so if you go and see them and they don't think that a chiropractic adjustment is going to help, they will then refer you to the physio and then the physio will do their magic. Or if you go see the physio, they will refer you to the chiropractor if they need to. So I said, would you mind if I referred you to my chiro? And he said, that would be great. Like, oh, I would love that. So I ended up just grabbing my mobile phone and I said, let me call him now. So I called my chiropractor. I said, hey, look, I'm sitting here with one of my clients. This is one of my high level clients. And what you want to do is you want to talk them up. This is one of my high level clients, which they were. He's here, he's got neck pain. He's had this throbbing headache for a couple of days. How soon could you get him in to see you? My chiropractor looks and he goes, well, look, I can get him in this afternoon. I'm supposed to have a break around this time, but what I'll do is if he just comes in, I'll get it all sorted. So he gave up some break time that he had in order to do the adjustment of the client that I've just sent him. Now, what I've done on both ends is I've both talked them up to each other. This is one of my high level clients. So what that essentially means is I expect you to fucking look after them. And then on the other hand, I've spoken to the client and I've spoken them up highly as well, which you know I think is fair enough as well. They are one of my high level clients and, and they've done amazingly well and they're a business owner and I expect that they're gonna get looked after if you want me to keep referring people to you. So then because of that, now I know that my client's getting looked after. I also know that I've put in a good word, so their expectation is already there that they're gonna get looked after. And now everybody's comfortable. Then once my client went and saw the chiropractor, I rang him that afternoon and I said, how'd you go? And he said, oh, that was fantastic. It's definitely helped, like it relieved my headache straight away. I'm gonna go back and see him in a couple of days again because you know he said it'll probably tension everything up again just because it's been like that and he wanted to check in. I said, that's completely normal. I'll give you a call back next week and let's have a chat again. And let's see how everything's going. So because of that, now I've built this relationship. He's got a client, probably a lifelong client now, or at least a long-term client. So my Cairo has that lifelong client that he gets to work with. Also, my client's getting looked after. So he now knows that I care about him and that I'm looking after him. So it builds up goodwill with me because I'm getting him the results. I now have goodwill. So my client now talks better about me because I'm looking after him. I didn't have to send him to my chiro. I could just say, go see a chiropractor. Or I could say, go see a physio. He could sit there for the next month with that headache because most people don't change or they don't do things that they don't know how to do or what they should do. It normally creates a freeze response. So when most people have a problem and they get referred to something, most people won't do shit because it fires off that flight, fight and freeze response. They have worries, they have fears, they have concerns. I have it all the time where someone will say, you need to go to a Mojo event. And someone goes, oh, not a personal development event. 
and they start thinking it's like one of those rah-rah motivation events where everyone's going to jump up and down and high-five each other and kiss each other and fucking do all that weird shit. Or they're going to sit around and meditate and fucking cry. That's not my events. My events are nothing like that. My events are semi-professional. I can't say professional because I talk the same way I talk on here in my events, but I know what I'm doing and we get a lot of high level people, but we also get a lot of people who've hit rock bottom as well coming to our events. We get all the people in between, but some of the most common feedback I get is this isn't what I expected because they were expecting it to be like most other personal development events or motivation events or these weird growth events or these fucking spirituality events and shit. And it's like none of that. They don't have a reference point for it. But if the client says to them, you should go to this event because it's nothing like those things, then the customer again will probably freeze. But if they say, hey, look, I went to this event. These are the results that I've got. What I'll do is I'm going to call this guy or do you mind if I call this guy? I'll have a chat to him and just have a talk with him. And if he can't help, he'll say, you know, we can't help you. But if he can, then I highly recommend it. In fact, I'll guarantee it. So if you do that, you're going to get better results because it takes away that flight, fight and freeze response. You're making them take action instead of just sitting there worrying about what it could be like, what could go wrong, what could go right, you know, the money, the cost, the time, because most people just stall. And that's probably one of the biggest problems that most people have in life is that they just keep stalling all the time. They're not moving towards something. They're not taking action. They're not just getting shit done. They're sitting there thinking too much about it and they're afraid or they're scared. Real quick, Driven Mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds. So please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. So that's just one way that I refer is I just grab my phone, I pick it up, I call the person, I go, here they are, or I talk through it with them and make sure that something happens. Cause then that way I know that they've taken action. The other way that I do it, which I think works really, really well is what I will do is I'll say to them, look, what about this? I've got this person that I'll send you to, but do you mind if I send them your details and they'll get in contact with you? Now, most of the time they'll say yes, so then what I do is I will grab their details while I'm there in front of them. I will send them to the party that I'm referring them to and say, can you give this person a call and make sure that they book in or make sure that they do this? So, and then what I will do is I will then empower that person to feel comfortable and good about working with that other person. So let's say my doctor that I go and see who I get all my bloods done and everything like that. If I'm with someone, I'll say, look, I know normally throughout the day that they're quite busy, so they probably won't pick up the phone call. But what I'll do is I'll say to someone who's around me, look, do you mind if I send them your details and they'll get in contact with you? So then what I'll do is I'll screenshot their details. I send it to my doctor. My doctor will either call them or he will get one of his staff members to call them. And then that way I know that it's going to get booked in. And I know that they will make sure that they call because it's in their best interest. They want the business. But then what I will do is I'll turn to the person who's there and I'll say, look, here's what they've done for me. And I start talking about how it's helped me. And I will ask them, like, do you have any concerns? And what I'm doing now is I'm almost doing a sales role for the referral or for the referee. Now they might say, oh, look, you know, I've got a doctor already. And I go, cool, does your doctor do bloods? Well, no, I guess a little bit, but not really. Do you have a regular schedule that you go and get your bloods done? Well, no, not really. Do they do any hormonal tests or checks? And do they know what those results mean? Do they normally work with sick people or do they normally work with people who want to perform at their peak? What sort of doctor do you have? And I'll say, look, keep your doctor, but go and see my doctor as well and just get a bit of a gauge for the difference. Like it's not gonna hurt. Then what I'll do is I'll normally call them in a week and say, hey, has my person called you to get you in? And if they say yes, then what I'll do is I'll say, cool, when's your appointment? I will lock it in my calendar and I'll call them the day after to see how they went. I want to follow up. The same as you do a sales call, you want to follow up with them. Then that way, whoever you're with knows you're accountable, you care about them, 
and you want to look after them because I'm checking in with them. I don't have to check in with them. Like they're not paying me to do that. I get nothing out of it, but I do get something out of it. I just don't get anything out of it monetary upfront. But that person now knows I care about them more. They know that I actually care about the results. And also they're probably going to be someone who's going to refer more to me. By creating a referral system for yourself and looking after the people around you, you actually get more referrals. You get more people who send people to you. You get looked after more effectively. And I know within our community, we have probably about 5 to 10% of our event attendees who refer a shitload of people to me. The rest sort of say, oh, I've got a friend who should do one of your events. Or even at the end of Thrive Time, at the end of every Thrive Time event, I have a bunch of people always say to me, you know, I should get my wife to do this, my husband to do this. I should get my, you know, my brother and sister. And they want to refer everybody to me. They just don't do anything. Because after they leave the event, they forget about it. Or a friend says, oh, how was that event? They go, oh, yeah, it was good. You should do it. And the friend goes, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll think about it. And then that's it. And it never crosses their mind again. If you want to be good at referring and you want to build up amazing networks with people who answer your calls at any time, the best thing you can do is make sure that people actually go to them. You follow up with people and you almost make it like a bit of a sales strategy where I know that I am almost a salesperson for my chiro, my physio, my doctor, and the people around me. And I refer to other people as well, like you know some of the guys in our business growth odyssey, financial planners. So if someone asks me, does anyone know a good financial planner or they're thinking about remortgaging their home, I will then shoot them to the financial planner that I know who does work with us and also who refers a lot of people to me as well. So I wanna look after my networks. You know, the network that you hang around or the network that you create is highly important if you want to achieve great things. And you've probably heard that saying before, your network is your net worth. Well, it is if you really do a good job of referring people to that network and looking after people around you as well. So they're just some little tips and tools that I use. First of all, I grab my phone and I call people while I'm there and I put them on the phone. I talk highly about the person that I'm referring to to make the person that I'm referring, build trust with the business or the person that I'm referring them to. So they've got to have that trust first. Also, I want to make sure that they take action, not sit in the same spot. And I follow up with them to show that I care because I do. I care about the results that they get. And if there's any problems, I'll pass on that feedback to the people that I'm referring to. I also know that there was a business that I referred a heap of people to. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that they started copying some of my work. And then they started doing similar work to what I do as well and running Facebook ads to our audience. And I knew that they were doing that. And so I just stopped referring people. They've probably lost a couple of million dollars a year through the people that I've referred because they got fucking greedy. They're never gonna get my referrals again because they just did the wrong thing by me. So I think that if you're a good referrer as well, you can start to pull strings to make sure that you get looked after. And if not, you just stop looking after the people who you once looked after who used to grow their business or used to get a lot from you. So you just take that away from them and give it to somebody else who's more appreciative. So that can happen as well over time. But anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. The second strategy as well that I mentioned was that if you're going to refer to someone, make sure you send the person who you're referring to the referrer, send them your details and make sure you follow up with both of them to make sure that they take action. If not, get in contact with them and figure out what's going on. So like I said, I sometimes will screenshot someone's number or I say to them, do you mind if I send them your number so I send the number to the business owner or the person who I'm referring the person to because then I know that that person will take action and they'll call that person. Whereas normally if I'm sitting there listening to someone complain or they're talking about their problems and I say, hey, you should give my guy a call, I know that they're probably never gonna call them. So I flip it around and give the number to the business owner and then get the business owner to call the person because they're more likely to get a result and the other person will be more likely to take action. I hope that helps Driven Mofos. I hope you're having a great day. Keep pushing hard. Thanks for being a part of the awesome Driven Mofo community. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Also, we are so close to getting 100 reviews on Spotify, 100 five-star reviews. 
If you haven't left your five-star review yet, it would mean the world to me if you could just go and click on that little star rating at the top of your Spotify app, if you're listening to it on your phone or a mobile device, and you can just give us a rating. It takes like literally two seconds. I would really appreciate it if we can get it up over 100 five-star reviews over the next week or so. Anyway, have a great day, and I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care, everybody.